Hello and welcome to the Kivecast, a bonus episode thanks to the Tigers finally getting a win. Finally got a win. Um, I kicked off episode one by saying um, I was going to wait for a win. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to risk it. I didn't want to risk waiting that long, but finally after, after just a couple of weeks, Castle on the board, six points in Super League thanks to a massive, massive win over the Leeds Rhinos at Magic Weekend. Um, just a quicker one today, not like an official episode, more of a bonus app really. Uh, but I'm joined by my dad, who watched the game with me yesterday. And um, we're just going to kind of go through it, kind of go through what we saw from Saturday at the Magic Weekend from this 26-24 win. Um, and kind of go through the team as well. Kind of go through the, the guys who was on the field and kind of give my give our assessment of each player. So, first and foremost, how are you? Are you all right? I'm fine, son. How are you? I'm very good, very good. Better after yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot easier doing these after a win, that's for sure. I'll bet it is. Um, so yeah, obviously a massive win. I mean, we've just watched Wakefield serve up. Probably, is that the worst Super League performance you've ever seen? It probably is, yeah. Because I've the no coherent, coherent. What's the word? Coherence, uh, cohesion, cohesion, cohesion yeah. in their team whatsoever. And against for ten minutes against eleven men, yeah. not to score. It's it's just not Super League standard for me. That yeah, I, I, you don't want to say embarrassing too often, but I mean that is that. That is embarrassing. I think that is as, as close to embarrassing as you're ever going to get in Super League. I think. I mean, I can't remember. We we're talking about it earlier. There, has, there was a team. There was a Halifax team um, 20 years ago. Didn't win a game in Super League. Obviously, I'm a little bit too young to remember that side. But I mean, this is as bad as I've ever seen. It really is. There's no belief, nothing. And we, we've been worried about these. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think as Cast fans for the last six, eight, ten weeks, really, we've been kind of worried about these lot catching us. But I think all of a sudden, even from a couple of days ago. Now we've got this one on the board. We've seen what they've served up against Lee. It feels a lot brighter, doesn't it? It just feels a hell of a lot brighter at the moment. Oh, it does. You, you can't see, even if we don't win another game, I can't see Wakefield winning four games to, yeah. to get in front of us. Not a chance. That's the thing as well, isn't it? Because obviously it's a six-point gap, but you look at the point difference, I think we're about 140 points ahead now because they've conceded so few. So it's really seven points. You can look at it that way. So, yeah, they need four results more than we're going to get. And you, you, you just can't see it, can you? No, it won't happen because even if they do get a result here and there, they're only probably only going to win by two, four points. Yeah, not going like to no, blow anyone. No, away, are they? no. Um, by any means, unless it really is. I mean, we answered the question uh, when Adam was here last week about where do we see the next cast win coming from, and we kind of tongue in cheek said maybe Saturday, <laughs> but we weren't confident about it. But it's an even more difficult question to answer in terms of Wakefield. You really, really can't see where it would be. They do play Leeds next week, and if they're still as battered and bruised. But even then, they're going to have a bit of resurgence, I think. Next week, they'll get a couple of bodies back. And I just really can't see that Wakefield team getting a win. So, you know, Andy Lasser's comments after the game yesterday, um, you know, he was talking more about looking up rather than looking down, which I think is probably the right way to view it. You've got to be positive. Um, he was more, he was asked, are they focusing on Wakefield? He goes, no, I'd rather look at the team uh, in 10th, 9th. You've got to, because when you look at the table, it's not even a million miles away, the gap, if you can get something together and, if nothing else, yesterday, obviously a massive win, but there was a lot of, there was, you just mentioned before we got on, togetherness. There seemed to be an actual, I don't know where it's come from, we're missing it all season really, but especially like the way we end the game with um, pushing the man into touch on the fourth tackle to kind of end it, put like a real full stop on the performance. But the celebrations after, there was a real kind of togetherness with the team, wasn't there? There was, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like, I'm like, you. I don't know where it's come from, what's been said through the week or what, but, I hope it continues. Yeah. yeah, that's all I can ask, isn't it? All I can ask. But yeah, 
Um, great to see obviously Leicester doing celebrations. Craig Lingard's looked well up for it as well. I'm sure we're going to discuss him quite a bit as we go into these players because I think it's I think it's clear that he's had a really positive effect now. Uh, we probably didn't see it straight away. He's been here probably about a month. But now kind of three, four weeks in, I think especially in the attack, you've seen those structures come in place, aren't you, definitely? Yeah, yeah. He's, you, we're never going to, like light bulb, switch it on and no. start playing expansive rugby, attack good attacking rugby straight away. You've got to give him time to get in for lads to know what he's doing and where he comes from. So, yeah, if it's, take, it's took four or five weeks and we are starting to see progress, all, all well and good. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into it then. Obviously, the cast won the game, but I think the best way to do it would be to kind of go through uh, the cast team yesterday and kind of give our assessment of each player. As I said, starting at a, a really interesting, probably the most interesting player on the field yesterday. Uh, he did win the Sky Man of the match. Uh, Gareth Widdett playing at fullback. Now, obviously, for those who listened to episode two, uh, we were very clear in the fact that we think Jack Broadbent should be the fullback going forward. I still think that's the case. I, I still think that should be the move. Um, going forward, but you have to hand, uh, hold your hands up, should I say. I think Gaz generally did a good job yesterday, um, but it's a little bit give and take, isn't it? I think you'd agree with this. It's, I think certainly in attack, and we'll come to that afterwards, he had a really positive impact in terms of coming into the line and setting up, I think, well, basically four of Cassis five tries and even had a hand on the other one. Um, early on in the first 10, 15 minutes, uh, yeah, less pleasing, wasn't it? <laughs> From yeah. Wood, let's be fair. It was, it was. is. His play in defence is not the best as a fullback. I know there were an hand in one at catches, but he, he should be doing better. He can't. He slipped. It happens. He had to run out post, but he's not the best in defence. Whether it's his age, worried about his shoulder, I don't know. But the second half, it was like chalk and cheese. Yeah, yeah. He's certainly not. I think we can agree. He's not. He's not a complete fullback, but. In the same sense, I mean, he isn't, is he? He's a halfback. That's the point. I mean, he's last made the point. Obviously, he's played fullback for England. He's played fullback in the NRL back in the day, I think, as well. Um, and obviously played there for Warrington last year and I think a little bit the season before. So he's, he's got plenty of experience at that position, but he is a six. He's got the six on his back. That's what he should be, really. But but that's, you can tell he's a six way coming to line in yeah. second half and or first half as well and setting tries up. That's his position, he's yeah. an halfback. Yeah. He, he can play fullback. Well, anybody can play fullback. But he is an halfback. Yeah. I mean, is there a way of just kind of putting someone else at fullback in defence and just letting him be second receiver in attack? <laughs> I don't know. Because clearly in attack it works. It's just yeah. it's just getting that getting that system right, isn't it? Because you've yeah. you've got to use him at his strengths, and that is his strength. But yeah. I don't think you can swap and change no, in no. attack and defence. You just if he's a you've playing if he's playing yeah, yeah. yeah if he's playing fullback he's playing fullback. Yeah, you've just got to take the rough of the smooth, I guess, a little yeah. bit. And um, I guess the same can be said, and I'll just finish up on Widdup, I think, obviously, a very, very solid performance, certainly in attack. He essentially wins the game in terms of what he's doing uh, with the ball in hand, so you've got, you've got to credit that. Obviously, sets up a couple of great tries. Coming to line, as we said, superbly picked the right passes. Uh, obviously, both wingers get on the scoreline as well, which is obviously the next position to look at. Jason Gary-Gary and Elliot Wallace on each edge. Both got a try. Uh, both took the try very well, to be fair. Um, it's an interesting one because obviously we've spoke at length about Jason Carey over the last, <laughs> the last few yeah. months and I think it's fair to say we've probably got an opinion that is probably similar to Andy Lass than the vast majority of cast fans yeah. um, the thing with Gary Gary and like I say he took his try very very well he is a finisher by all he's the best finisher at the club probably I mean Greg Eden obviously at his time has done it but his all round play and his ability to kind of take backfield carries um, 
he did a good job yesterday in that. And he, he put his hand up for a few. But I think that's been the problem, hasn't it? I had the discussion with someone the other day um, who said, you know, he, he, we've seen him. He's, he's carried the ball out of backfield. He can make 10, 15 yards. I think the problem has been his reluctance to do so, isn't it? Well, from what I've seen, more of an attitude that, thing. It seems to me, uh, whether it's his age, he's young, don't yeah. want to make mistakes, will him be getting just into the first team? Mm. You don't know. But he needs to do more. Yeah. Like I say, I'm not his biggest fan. He is a finisher. He can finish. And I'm not his biggest, but I'm not his biggest fan. And... I would still let him play in championship for a little bit, get a bit more experience against some not as good rugby players, but they're harder than big, the, the, bodies. big bodies and it's just rough rugby. So I would let him play there for a bit. It, it's going to be good, probably. Yeah, he's still very young. He's still, very young. he's still only young. And I think, to be fair, yesterday, because I think he did do a decent job uh, in, in the stuff where he's been told to improve, but that's on the back of... Playing three for three, four weeks at Bradford. So yeah, let's do the let's do the same again. Assuming we've got the bodies to actually replace him, because obviously, I mean, Brett Freiman was in the squad and didn't didn't play. Um, you've still got Freiman to come back in. And I'm sure he probably will when he's 100. percent And that's your thing. I think Freiman does go back in, and then it'd be which one you'd swap out. Because I, I don't think you can drop Elliot Wallace at the minute. I wouldn't drop Elliot Wallace at the minute. I'd I'd definitely out of the two, Gary Gary and Wallace, I would play Wallace. Yes, he seems to want to come and take the ball out from back play, coming for it. And he's he's a big, strong lad, it looks of him. And he's got that little bit of aggression about him as yeah. well, it seems. And I, out of the two, I would definitely pick Wallace above yeah. um, Gary Gary. Yeah. So like I say, without, it's not a negative, but Carragher well, had a good performance yesterday. It's, yeah. not, it's not knocking him for yesterday. And obviously, he wins the game with the try. Um, so it was a, a very solid Jason Carragher performance. I think Wallace was marginally better, I think. But again, both, both had a very... Probably seven out of ten performances, really. Something like that. Seven, yeah, seven, seven and a half. But that's a bad. Just Wallace took his try well, but if I were a Leeds fan, I'd be disappointed that my full back didn't put him in the second row at stands. For the try. For his yeah. try, yeah. yeah. He kind of just give Hanley the eyes, I think. <laughs> it wasn't even much of a step in there, really. It was just he kind of just ran his line, and Hanley probably should do a little bit better, but you can't. There's no substitute for pure pace, is there? You He's know. clearly got the pace to burn, and yeah. um, obviously, we exploited the fact that Nene McDonald was on the wing, uh, not a natural winger. Got around the outside of him. He does take it very, very well. And obviously, we've seen it. We were we were quite excited about the prospect of Elliot Wallace before the start of the season, weren't we? Yeah, we were, yeah. a bit of him in the academy. Obviously, took a lot of his tries very well. He's kind of that, to be honest, because when we kind of built our 2024 squad on Tuesday's podcast, uh, oh, sorry, Thursday's podcast, um, we didn't have either of these two starting next year. Obviously, we had... Um, like Sam Wood coming in, uh, Adam brought in Lachlan Wormsley uh, as an option on the wing. Mm-hmm. So these two would be rotational players, but we kind of made the point that the reason why we want those players is because they're kind of six foot four, six five, and well, I can rangy. See, I can see the similarity between that Lachlan Wormsley and Wallace. That's what I was about to say. To be fair, yeah. although I think they'd still be good options and cheap enough, we can bring them in for, for depth more than anything. Wallace could easily displace one of those two for sure. Quite easily, yeah. yeah. It, like I say, it, it, just like Lachlan Wormsley, tall, rangy. Built well, he could really do a good job in. Yeah, I think he's got a big, 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 big future. And yep. um, yeah, like I said, really young, two really young lads, and that's the thing we don't need to. Obviously, the response will absolutely be. I, I guarantee there'll be disappointment from areas of the fan base if both these two are not starting on, on Friday night. I'm sure there will be. Um, I, I, we don't have to force it. We, do, we don't have to force mm-hmm. it. Um, if they're in, I'm not going to be upset because they're both, like I said, putting good performances today. But it's a long season, it's a long career as well. They're still both building. They're both not perfect yet, so oh, no, they way. need to get their experience where they need to get it. And awesome. obviously, a, a, you know, a tough ask against a really good three-quarter line uh, on Salford, uh, on Friday against Salford as well. 
Uh, speaking of the rest of the three quarters, then we'll start with Jordan Turner. Obviously, he didn't finish out the game. Uh, last said in his press conference that I think he had a calf, and then it was basically his entire leg was basically season up. Uh, so they made the call to take him out. They kind of rang the changes. Kenny Edwards ends up in the centres, and we'll talk about Kenny Edwards in a bit. Um, because of that, I can't remember too much of Turner yesterday, but obviously he makes the try for Jacob Miller. Um, bit of a juggernaut, but took the ball well, ran the right line. And I think you said as well, like you almost make your own luck and early in the season he well, drops that, doesn't he? You say early in the season that that's, what, what's, that's what's happened for us this season. We've not had no luck in games. With games where we should have been winning with passes just gone to ground, it wasn't just there or a juggle and it's gone up floor. But like yesterday, we got a bit of luck with us and stuff, ball stuck. Like I said, he did all right, did um, Turner? I think he's probably one of his better games in fairness yeah, this year. this season, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing, I think, when you are a centre, especially kind of a strike centre and someone trying to be setting up tries, you are obviously judged on your mistakes. Uh, harsh, isn't it? But you, I think when you are making drops, when you are making mistakes, that's what's going to stick out. When you're not doing that, you've generally had a good game. I think yeah, a, yeah. a game where you're probably not... Um, what's the right way to say this? A game where Jordan Turner's not really standing out after the game is probably not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. He's probably not, at his no. age as well and the kind of position he's playing yeah. at the moment because he's more he's more for his defence, let's be fair. He's not having to do everything. Yeah. Good luck to us. We bet these other players are pulling the weight and they, they're helping out a lot more than him relying on a 30... Is he 30? I think he's 34, 35. 35-year-old yeah. player. Because there's been times this year, there's been times this year, with all due respect to this other great cast player, John Turner's, to me, looked a little bit like Jake Webster in his final days yeah. as a cast player, which... I mean, I remember playing Wigan, I think it was in the semi-final um, at the Super League playoffs where, I mean, Joe Burgess just absolutely turned the corner on him and it was just lights out. It's like it, walking in treacle. Yeah, and the, the, the fear has been Jordan Turner will, he's just hit that point. He's had a brilliant career, fantastic player over the years, but has he just hit that point where his body's just going, nah, I can't do it. I can't, I can't deal with the physicality of those kind of players. Um, but he didn't stand out yesterday. As any kind of liability or anything like that, and obviously when his leg does seize up, uh, last May is the right call to take him out rather than pass it and keep him on as a passenger. So he was steady away, like you say, another seven, seven and a half out of ten performance. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. And as I say, makes essentially makes the try for Jacob Miller. So took that yeah. well, and that's that's the thing as well in terms of like talk about luck and kind of passes sticking to hand and no drop balls. I think, like I say, you do make your own luck in a sense because I think. We've not been expansive this year at all. I mean, we have been pretty conservative with the ball and and or maybe just out of ideas. Maybe that's what it was. But yesterday we were quite progressive in terms of what we were doing with the ball. We were a lot deeper. Uh, obviously, Winter coming to line really, really helped. But we still had a lot more attacking structure than usual. And stuff starts to come off. I think it is literally just a little bit of confidence, more you, isn't it? more you do, more it more works. You might have made them feel more mistakes because you're trying a lot more, but it, it works more times than it yeah. done. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was really, really pleasing to see. Uh, the other centre, Alex Meller, obviously um, his, his best game of the season. His best game of the season for me. Uh, I really, I've got a lot of time for Alex Meller. I think it was out of position as well. Yeah, as we said on on Thursday, he's played yeah half the season pretty much yeah. a centre now. Um, he stuck his hand up to do that. Obviously, vice captain this year as well. Showed some real leadership. Um, he was superb. I thought he was absolutely superb. He won uh, it, even without his two tries. He could have walked quite easily. Walked away with a man of match award yes. yesterday. I think Quite he's very easily. unlucky. I mean, very unlucky that we had an hand in four tries and second half performance were brilliant. That he was unlucky not to get man at match with Miller, to yeah. be fair, in my yeah. opinion. Two great finishes, um, two gritty finishes as well. They're not easy, uh, not easy to get the ball down in that situation. Really showed his strength. Obviously, comes away with a, a HIA uh, after it because he kind of puts his body on the line for the second try as well. Thankfully, we think he's past that 
HIA, uh, which means it'll be available Friday, which is massive. And, and they set up winning today as well. Final pass to Gary Gary. Yeah, exactly. So fantastic performance, Alex Meller. As I say, probably very unlucky not to win the match, to be honest, and it's just because Widder um, had a great performance himself. Um, so yeah, four marks, Alex Meller. Good eight, nine out of ten there. Super oh, player. definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, the halves then, the halves. Uh, Jack Robin, look, I thought he had a good game. I thought he did well. I thought he's lively. He's dynamic. You don't see much of him. Exactly, a bit like we just said about Jordan Turner. Yeah, he didn't stand out. But he shouldn't do. He shouldn't but do. he shouldn't be doing. But he's he didn't not involved. Go wrong. He's not involved in the no. game. He's a running six. Yeah, and yeah, it just good, steady, solid game again. Yeah, which and it was for eighty minutes. Whereas this season we've been doing it for forty minutes, not the eighty minutes. Yeah, but it seems yesterday every one of them played for eighty minutes. That's what. It should be the box standard, shouldn't it? It should be what, but that's just the kind of weird season we're in, isn't it? And that should, it should go go without saying. But yeah, there's been performances. Uh, I brought it up the other day, and um, we've discussed it before that that first half against Wigan early on in the season, yeah. where we, we actually go down six nil uh, at half time, was must one of been, our best performances of the year because we must have been demoralising for them to yeah. win losing that that Wigan game, that home game against Wigan to go in losing six nil at half time. Yeah. Oh, not at six nil, ten nil. Uh, I think it was six. I think it was just one trap, but. But yeah, but whatever it was, six or ten, we there must have been heads down. Really, it's, you shouldn't do, but yeah. they played really well that first half. And that's another real positive from yesterday because we go down. Uh, we're sorry, we go into the sheds uh, losing again after, after pretty. <laughs> I much, put mockers on that one. <laughs> you did. You did. You called it straight away. I would guarantee to concede on that <laughs> thirty-five minute mark. And yeah. so we do. We do go in the sheds again, but the heads stayed up. Stayed up. And. I think they even scored quite quickly after half time as well. 13 minutes in, second half, so two scores in front. So we don't know what's changed in terms of that motivation, but it was there. Whether it was just big stage, St James's Park, they know they're on, on Sky Sports main event, you know, they've got everyone mm. looking at them. Maybe it's a little bit of that, but you've got to believe, especially with the togetherness they kind of showed and the celebrations and all that kind of thing, that that kind of culture starting to come back a little bit and you've got to hope that. Um, so yeah, on Jack Robent, like I say, probably didn't stand out too much, but you don't want him to in a way because as long as he's kind of putting himself about, being dynamic, and he was, um, obviously he's not going to be involved in the kicking game, as I say, or he shouldn't no, be. Shouldn't be, no. Um, yeah, he's so, it, 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 a... just another solid performer on the day. He was just, yeah, he was just, it's what he, he did, what we expected of him. He's, he's never lets us down. No. No, that's right. that's the main thing, and he didn't. So, and the thing with Jack Robert, you got to consider as well. He's playing half back against Leeds Rhinos in a big derby magic weekend, and he was brought in as a 22 year old rotational centre. Yeah, essentially. So, what he's done this year is is yeah, superb, it's and it's why. Yeah. yeah, I think we tweeted yesterday. He really is, I think, the future of the club, or is one of those people you're going to build a team around. you like to many many that. years to come. You'd like to think, yeah. Uh, other half back then, Jacob Miller, um, one of his better games this season, I think for sure. Uh, obviously, takes his try very very well. Nice, that's good play. Yeah, I think it, I think it helped him uh, with having such a hand mm. in stuff. I think it's the first time. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It's the first time they've kind of worked together. Is the first time they've not well, not, not the first not time been half backs together. They've not been six and seven. Yeah, it's kind of worked better as kind of first receiver, second mm. receiver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought Jackie Miller did well. Stuck his hand up. Um, he looked a bit nervy to me over the over the last few weeks and months. He's just not really yeah. played with that. You, you need a leader in that spot, and he's probably not probably not been no. that. No. This is the first time where I thought he looks a bit more comfortable. And it probably, we're going to get onto the pack in a second. It probably helps that the pack are getting on top. Yeah. Of course it does. Um, well, you know. you, your half backs only work when your packs and backs on top. Yeah. His best performances for Wakefield last year were when Wakefield's pack were, yeah. were getting over on him. Um, 
but yeah, I can't fault Jacob Miller at all. I can't fault any of these players as we're going through them, to be fair. Well, there's not one of them you can no. say out wrong about, really, for yesterday. Which is really nice. It's, why it's, I want, it's, it's, it's a nice change. It's, it makes a change. It's why I wanted to do the podcast. <laughs> it's really nice to be able to be put so positive. Uh, but yeah, Jacob Miller, uh, absolutely fair play. Uh, played his part 100%. Um, yeah, you still want a little bit more on fifth tackle if we can out of him, but that's, it's going to come. It's going to come. We're seeing progression now in the attack, so that's going to start sticking. Hopefully, it'll be getting to the summer. Uh, the pack then will take uh, the two starters on at one go. Liam Watts, Sue Matangi. I thought it was an interesting two to start with. Yeah. Um, I do wonder whether we had one eye on kind of Blake Austin. Um, yeah, I think he's trained maybe once, rushed back in. On the top of him. Yeah, basically sent a lot of traffic his way. Uh, we went kind of aggressive putting Watts and Matangi in there straight away. And I think it probably worked. Um, fair play to Blake Austin, I will say, as much as he was oh, supposedly a passenger, he was fantastic. Like he just made them two tries himself. Really, really good. But um, yeah, really not a bad word to say about I thought Liam Watts did well. Um, <laughs> go on. No, no, no. He did. But I've got to admit, when I saw he was starting, hmm. after the last performance, when I saw him play, hmm. I want it won't others feel it but last against Catalan. Yes. I wasn't looking forward to it, I'll be honest. Because he just that game, he just didn't seem to be interested. But yesterday he put his hand up and he had a good, a really good whack at it. And he, he did do he did his job. He did his job and he did it well. And yeah. Mata and the hot Matagi Matagi what best prop on field yesterday. I think he's been really good all year. Yeah. I, I really it's a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously he's been at Halifax and Joel Edge and Kind of in and out with the team, and obviously he's not a player who's going to be here next year. He's thirty-five, but he's probably—I think he's literally the oldest player in the squad. Uh, I think he's been really putting himself about the last four or six weeks, to be honest. And it was probably testament to his effort in the last few weeks that he got the starting gig in this game. Was kind of given that responsibility, and I think, it's, as you say, I think he did a great. I think it's great, great job. He has. He's done a great job. Like I said, well, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't that impressed, but he went out to Halifax yeah. for the game. And since he's come back from that game at Halifax, where they just thought, oh, I don't want to play in this standard of rugby anymore. Well, I'm too old for this. I've had them in the Super League. I watched that game because it was on um, Viaplay. It was one of the televised championship games. It was on the Monday night. I think they played Widness, I think it was, and they got absolutely steamrolled by Widness and they put forward on him. So Matangi went over there and was basically just asked to tackle for about 40 minutes. Mm. So, yeah, there was the element of like, do you know what? I'm 35 years old. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. No, I don't want that again. Uh, but yeah, fair play to me. He's put his hand up and... Uh, is bringing back that impact, that impact which yeah. we got when we first signed him a little bit. To be fair, yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, really, really positive to see uh, the man in the middle of those two, Paul McShane. What do you say about Paul McShane? He had, I think he's had his best game at season. Yesterday. Just about to say the same. Just about to say the same. There's not been enough from him, and I'm sure he admits himself, and it doesn't help. Like I say, if the pack is ultimately yep. his driving force, and those two guys on either side of him have got to be playing well, but we've not seen him. Going out no. of acting off very often this season no. at all. There was a lot of it yesterday. He was picking the ball up. He was he was taking it to lead himself, wasn't he? Um, he turned play all, all afternoon. He would it was so purple back yesterday. Yeah, I think for the Wallace try, he basically starts from him, doesn't it? Taking a little scoop yeah. 30 yards out. It's just look, even at his age of all his experience, teams are terrified of him when he, when he does that. But when he's when he's on it, when his confidence is there, when when he's willing to take on a line, willing to take on markers. He's, he's still one of the best in competition, without a doubt. He's he is he's good. He is really, really good. Even like I say, he's coming, not coming to end yet. He's a couple of years left yet. But yeah, when he's on game, he makes us tick and he gets the rest of the team up. When when Mac is playing well, you know we're gonna play well. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, warm day as well. No Ken Rob on the bench. Had to get through a lot of work as well and, and did it to do it with Plum, I think. So, yeah, 
absolute fair play to Paul McShane for a captain's performance, I think, um, yesterday. And obviously, he was well in on those celebrations as well. I think that meant, I think that meant a lot to him. I think that meant a lot to him yesterday, Paul McShane. Yeah, when you looked at him, when he were involved in tattle for a Ledsky try, mm, yeah. and he looked down on his and he would, on his own, she's behind stick, shaking his head. And that just tells me he's upset with himself and upset with the team because no, if they were going to lose, they didn't deserve to lose yesterday yeah. for me. And then, like you say, in them celebrations with fourth title, pushing him into touch, pushing Bentley into touch. I've not, I haven't seen that all season, that togetherness, like we just said earlier. That's not been there all season. Even when we beat Leeds at home and when we beat Wakefield at home. There was a little there, bit, wasn't there? There was a little bit, but it wasn't that level. Yeah. Not that level at all. No, it was proper kind of a smiles on faces job in it, which is, I think is half the battle sometimes. And yeah, fair play, Mark. A great performance there. Yeah. Uh, back row so um, George Lawler first George Lawler uh, solid performance of him I'm not going to say he went kind of above and beyond from what I can remember George Lawler yesterday in fairness but I think again he's one of those kind of six and a half seven out of ten six and a half seven he just he just does his job steady I, his I, job. I like George Lawler I don't like George Lawler and uh, I have a lot of time for that I think yeah, and like when he steps in at Hooker as well he goes yeah. in at Hooker he can play those forward he could play anywhere in Park and Lawler yeah. and uh, yeah he, he, he didn't like what we said about Turner and that, he didn't stand out yesterday, but he did his job. Yeah, I think and George, that's what that's what we need. I think George Lawler is really, and I'm saying this, I know he's like 27, 28, uh, but he's going to be around, hopefully. I assume he's going to get a deal for another three years, you'd like to think, two, three years. Um, Nathan Mass is one of those players you don't know for sure. Uh, we did have him in our team for 2024, but we're not 100% sure he'll be here next year. And he's kind of that successor, I think, to that kind of Massey role, yeah. where he can play across the pack you know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get consistency every week. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the fact he can fill in a hooker as well, just a bit of a bonus, really. A bit of a bonus, that's it, yeah. He's a big body as well. Yeah, a really, he's, he's one of those players you need, isn't he? He's one of those players you need in your squad that you can essentially build the team around. Well, he's just like, we were of the moment we signed him from OKR. Great, yeah. Absolutely. Took what, two years ago? One of the most exciting yeah. signs we've made in yeah. a long time. He, he, he hit such a, um, such a high level of form OKR, but I think probably in their playoff run, potentially. Uh, I think he might have been a part of that. Um, or maybe it was the year before. Either, either, either way, uh, he was a top, top player and we signed him. And yeah, yeah, one of those players put his hand up again, as they all did. Uh, a good performance of him. Um, which brings on to Kenny Edwards on the other back row spot, who then ended up playing in the centres when Jordan Turner went off. Um, we've said this three or four times now, but performance of the year. Best performance of the season, again, by a long way. He's one that has seemed to not perform for whatever reason. His performances haven't been there this year. I don't know what it is. Couldn't put my finger, put my finger on it. But yesterday, everything just clicked. He looked interested. He looked hungry for a ball. Mm. He looked really good. He looked back to when a couple, well, last year when he were playing well. That's the thing with Edwards. I think he's probably the most frustrating player in the team, isn't he? Because he's he's very very talented. He's a very very he's a big body, but he's a ball player. He can do he can do anything. Kenny yeah. Edwards. The problem is, he's a bit of a maverick. You don't really know where his head's at. <laughs> And he's got to want it. He's got to want it. But it, yesterday proved that, as you just said, like when he's when he's and again, it should be a bare a bare minimum standard. We know this, but that's the state we're in. When his efforts there, and I think again, we don't like to individualize, but he probably is one of those players where there has been occasions this year where I think clearly it hasn't been. Absolutely. I think that's fair. I think it's fair to no. say. Yesterday it was, and he shows what he can do. Shows you, it shows you the difference. If you can get that every week, you've. He's worth yeah. his weight in gold, isn't it? And, course, he, and then at that point, he's well worth the contract. We worth the contract you gave him, yeah. He's got to consistently play at that level. But 
Can't knock him for yesterday. Fantastic performance. Loved it after the game as well. He's doing the social media vids for Cass and all that kind of stuff. Seems to absolutely love it. Well, Let's keep building that. Whether it's because his front two were on top of their pack, mm. which give him, and we had a lot more ball, we were having less mistakes, we were having more ball, it means he's got less defensive work to do and he can do what he can with ball. Yeah. Whether that's something to do with it, it's it a domino effect, isn't yeah. it? It is a domino effect. I think if, you, if you, as you say, if you're front two performing, it just filters down. It filters down and gives more and more opportunity for everyone else. Um, Joe Westman falls into that yeah. category. I mean, he's another, another one who had a good game yesterday. I think Joe Westman at this point, obviously, we're probably about halfway into the year, just over halfway. Um, you'd, you'd throw Jack Robert in the mix, definitely. Uh, but in terms of that kind of player of the year candidate, yeah. to be honest, I think West has got to be up there. Yeah. Um, he's obviously. I'm, Obviously, pickings are a little bit slimmer for that award this year. Don't be wrong, compared to the usual seasons, you're not going to throw loads of names in there. But I think West is definitely one that stood out. Obviously, 400 game for him yesterday as well. Big occasion for him. And again, he is a player. You know what you're going to get every week and what he can deliver, even at his age, is it's pretty fantastic. It, it is fantastic. And uh, I've uh, a lot of time for Joe. Yeah. He's, uh, he's stuck his hand up this year and he's been one of the consistent players, like you said, all year. He's, he's turned up, even when we've been getting hammered, he's, he's been, he's stuck his hand up and he's done a shift every game. Yeah, I think there's an element as well, we're not going to get into this because there's no point doing it on the podcast, but obviously, I think he owes one a little bit, the fans. Yeah. That, agree, that's yeah. the thing, and fair play. He's, he's, he's stuck he's, his hand up, he's done it. He's delivered on that. The yeah. way the season started, clearly, yeah. he needed to dig in and really kind of give us something, and you can't knock what he's provided. No, you can't knock um, that takes us to the bench then. Um, a little bit quick on these ones, but uh, Brad Martin, solid again. I think the last few weeks, um, the thing, because I'll be honest, there's been times over the last three or four years, even not just Brad Martin, but just kid, that's something that young lads have had generally, because as we know, our academy has not been producing talent no. at the level we want. There has been times over the last three or four years where a lad would come on from the academy and stand out a little bit, probably didn't look quite there, and yeah. you'd go, oh. mm-hmm. or you look at the bench before the game, you go, oh, we look oh, a bit like there. I'm not yeah. sure about that. I looked at the bench yesterday. I was like, do you know what? I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. And mm. Brad Martin comes on. He looks physically a lot bigger than he used yeah, to. He does, <laughs> I would yeah, say. yeah. He don't look like the young kid anymore. He looks like the Super League player. He looks a Super League back row. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I think he's going to be a big part of the future, to be honest. Yeah, Brad Martin at his age coming through. Um, yeah, not standing out in a bad way by any means at all and becoming a top solid performer. Really is. And I think we've said it on the podcast previously. Him and Sam all I'll get onto now. They need to be in that team for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think they do for, if not all else, but just for experience. Yeah. Just to give them that experience, win, lose, or draw, just give them game time. Yeah. And it'll just help them develop and yeah. for what we need. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, pickings are pretty slim in terms of kind of forward options going into next year as well. So, yeah, the more experience they can get. And to be fair, they are knocking, they are those early 20s now. So it's not like the teenagers anymore. So they do need to be getting those games in uh, at this point or your career quickly kind of folds away if, if you don't have those games. So, yeah, keep grinding. And they've been, Brad Martin's been great. I thought Sam Hall was fantastic yesterday when yeah. he came on. And, I mean, the highlight for Sam Hall is not only is he running it in hard, not only is he tackling well. well you picked it out, didn't you? He, he picks out the pass for the, for pass, the try, which is, I mean, if you've not watched the game back, if you've not watched the try back uh, that wins it, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of players who get the hand on the ball during that play. I think it goes through three or four before it actually gets to Gary Gary. But I think he's playing a second receiver, gets the ball off Miller. And he's a young lad playing at prop. He's just come off the bench, been off the bench for a little while. And he flings an unbelievable no look pass. Audacious no look 20 yard pass uh, to find Widder. And bear in mind, we're playing with depth we've not seen all season. Yep. So this is kind of new. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've we've got a tradition of kind of 
ball playing forwards, haven't we? I think it can. Oh, yeah. We've always had it, obviously. Grant Millian, probably the most recent example. Obviously, yeah. Westy now. Um, what's he so certainly had it in lock over the years. Um, maybe he's the next one because that, that's an unbelievable pass. Unbelievable. It, pass. Oh, it was brilliant. And the confidence to do it, the confidence to actually, yeah, make yourself make yourself available to be in that play, like, and then execute. That's that's the thing. Because like probably four, five, six weeks ago, the confidence, like you said, the confidence wouldn't have been there for him to do it. He wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have been in line to do that. No, good to see that. Love to see that. Oh, two props on the bench as well. Uh, George Griffin, solid, solid enough. Um, again, doesn't really stand out. No. Uh, if I'm honest, George Griffin, and he's one of those players, he's it, kind of fine. <laughs> yeah, I, agree, I think yeah. again by his own admission as well, he's probably not not well beta. He's not taking the roof off, but he's he does the job and he did his job good last yesterday. So one of those rotation props, yep. one of those rotation props, and Moise Mustafa who probably had as many minutes yesterday as he had, as he's had all year. I thought he put. I thought he was. Well, sure. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I thought he was brilliant, yeah. Mustafa. And well, like we said. If you're five foot five inch taller, it'd be a well beta. I think you're three inch taller. It would be. Yeah. It's, 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 look. Obviously, he punches above his weight, uh, or punches above his height. Height. Anyway, um, but I'm, like I say, we've called out effort, and it's probably the word I've used the most on this podcast. We've done three and a half, four hours of podcasting so far. Effort is probably the buzzword I've used more than anything, which is a bit of a shame. Um, one player you can never say he's not got enough effort is Moise Mustafa. Moise Mustafa, yeah. I think he's brilliant, and he must be a good player to have around the team as well in the week, to have yeah. someone who's always at that level, who's always trying, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter his limitations. It can't be a bad thing. It's got to rub off. Got to do, and I, I would honestly put it to players like that that are probably causing this kind of yeah, just better feeling in the camp. Better to be honest, in camp, yeah. So yeah, full credit moves my staff. Reason other I'd put in kind of seven and a half, eight out of ten, brilliant, brilliant yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the that's the team. That, that's how they went. Obviously, everyone listening to this will have watched the game. Obviously, hope you enjoyed it. It was just one of the better wins in recent memory. Obviously, not for many this year, but even going back a couple of seasons, that felt like a big one. Well, felt like a really big one. Could tell that public. Pubbing up to Gary Gary scored. Pubs all over Castle erupted. Obviously, the, the Gallagate end erupted too. Um, brilliant from the 2000 travelling cast fans as well. Um, it seems the crowd at Magic was actually pretty good yesterday, a lot better than kind of expected. So that's it's good for the actual concept overall. Um, yeah, huge win. Huge win, obviously. It's a derby anyway, but this felt a bit extra. There's some extra importance in this. And I think. Um, you know, although he was kind of goaded for it when they beat Leeds originally, I think it was good to see Andy Lass getting that, getting that celebration and getting that pure just relief, isn't it? Joy, That's wasn't it? He was enjoying just released. It's pure relief, and you know, he has his he has his slaters, obviously, and that's not going to stop, and that's fine. But at least for this week, uh, you get behind him and you go, do you know what? You've done the job there. You were you were eight point underdogs against Leeds, regardless of the team they were putting out. Um, we're up against it. We were 10 points down with 12 minutes to go in that game. We come back, we show some real fight. And to be honest, if that can't get people down on Friday, down the ground on Friday, yeah, against a Salford team who a little bit hot and cold, if nothing else, they're a great team to watch. So you're going to see a yeah, good game. Team to watch, yeah. um, I'd like to think the crowd will be a lot more like we were seeing at the start of the season as opposed to what we saw in the Cup. Um, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be great to at least get kind of seven, seven and a half down. Um on Friday back in the boys because I think they deserve it after, after what they've served up Magic. I certainly do. Right. Thank you. That's That'll do it. That's a shorter episode this week. Uh, we will probably have another one in the week as well, like kind of an official episode where we'll talk about uh, just other things going on in Castle. Please to know I won't be on it. <laughs> Let me know he did. I think he's done pretty well. I think he's done pretty well. He was a nervous blessing, but he's, he's, he's done a good job. Yeah. It's always good to bounce off someone uh, rather than just me talking. 
endlessly to myself because I feel a little bit mental when I do that. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for everyone who listened to episode one, episode two. Uh, it's going down really well. Really appreciate all the comments and feedback as well. And the social media is growing too. Over 300 followers on Twitter now. Keep that going. Keep that grinding. We'll only go in a few weeks. So really, really happy with that. And yeah, let's keep growing and getting behind them. Kaif. Kaif. <laughs>